class is in session. Wow. Yeah. We are back. We are back. The DNA Pest Control Podcast slash class in session I'm excited. episode. <laughs> it's going to be a good one. All right. You ready, Aaron? I'm ready. Are you ready, Daniel? Oh, I'm, I'm yeah, I am ready. Let's run it. So I like this because if you go back, if you haven't listened to us before, you're just jumping on and you're listening to the newest episode, go back and listen to some of the past episodes. I do like talking about education. I do like talking about processes. I do enjoy that. And the biggest reason why I won't get into the full story, but I was never taught this stuff. It was figured out. None of the guys wanted to teach me. Nobody, no tech. It was, you just got to ride in a truck. You got to go figure it out. And so it was cool because I figured it out. Sure. Trial and error. Yeah. yeah. The, the problem is, is the error part. Yeah. You know, so hopefully this will help you skip the error part when it does come to rodents. Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, it's rodent right? season. <laughs> it is rodent season. Uh, for majority of the U.S., I would assume. I don't care if it's snowing or not. They're probably getting in. It's yeah. probably busier now. Uh, with rodents in your state, but here in California, yes, rodent season is heavy in the winter time, especially with the rain we've been having lately. Yeah, the crazy storms we've been getting them in places. Actually, I've, I just was on a phone call this week, and people were asking me, multiple people, mm-hmm. like it's so weird. I've never had rodents, and now I'm yep. having rodents. So it is definitely the crazy storms pushing everything in. So. Guys, before we jump in, if you're driving, pull over. You're going to want to listen to this one. Um, Get (laughs) ready. Uh, I'm going to throw some unconventional ideas out there on how to take care of rodents in a commercial setting. Uh, You definitely will want to write some stuff down or at least go back and listen to the episode multiple times uh, just to catch everything. But because it will be a quicker episode, I'm not going to take the time that we probably need because it'd be probably two hours, maybe three hour episode. Mm -hmm. So we're not going to do that. But a lot of the stuff that you can go and listen to is going to be on a previous episode I did about two years ago, maybe a year ago. Uh, The title is The Correct Way to Eliminate Rodents. This is going to be the correct way to eliminate rodents on a commercial building. So there is a big difference there. Okay. Most people think if I can take care of a house, I can take care of a restaurant or I can take care of a storage unit or I can take care of an apartment or I can take care of a convenience store. Uh, Very different, very, very different situations. Mm -hmm. Uh, There is so much to know about each category. Uh, Even in restaurants, the realm of restaurants, there's so much. Sure. You know, and that's why this episode could extend for hours on end because Mm -hmm. we could talk about a standalone building and what to do there. We could talk about a strip mall setting. We could talk about that, you know. So where is, you know, the restaurant setting? What is it connected to buildings? Is it now within a convention center? Oh, yeah. What are we dealing with? Is it inside a mall? And now you're just dealing with that one restaurant inside the mall. What's going on, right? So there's so many different categories within that. Exactly. Uh, Even when it comes to storage units, storage units, well, yeah, we all know what a storage unit is. There's a ton of buildings. It's outside. Mm -hmm. You're walking around. 
Well, there's indoor storage units. Yeah. So now you're talking about a massive warehouse and some of those storage units have, you know, bay doors leading to the outside, Mm -hmm. you know, so you're getting into so many different situations that there's a lot more to it. So going into this is we are going to hit just the main four because I don't think we go pretty much these main four are going to have a ton of mini categories underneath it, Yep. but we're just going to talk about restaurants Storage units, convenience stores, and apartments. Easy. Because I think those are the biggest ones. We're not going to touch on residential homes. It's not in this episode. If you want to learn about residential homes, go back to the previous episode, the correct way to eliminate rodents. All right. So first things first, IPM. Do you know what that is? IPM is Integrated Pest Management. Okay, to you, the best of your knowledge, what, is, what does that mean to you? Because everybody has their own definition. And I won't say one's wrong or one's right. Yeah. So I'll tell you what's right to me, but what, do you, what, what is it to you? Yeah, IPM is basically the start-to-finish process of the initial contact of the customer calling in with an issue, going through the interview process, asking the right questions, determining what kind of pest and how the pest got there. Uh, From there, going through the appropriate treatment methods, um, educating the customer, and preventative measures measures after. I know that's kind of really condensed down, but Mm -hmm. that's kind of the simplified version of it for me. Yeah, no, no, no. That's, yeah, you nailed it right on the head for me as well. So that's essentially what it is. And I'm going to go through our IPM program. Everybody has a different one. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, the state even says their IPM program is different. So they have their own little set of rules of what IPM is and what they think is correct. So it's all over the place. It is literally all over the place. It's Nobody so has, weird. yeah, no one has a straight definition. And even though some places do, like NPMA, they may have their definition, but on a state level, it can change. So don't get stuck on the IPM program, even on your state level. Sure. Uh, I've kind of pulled from everywhere that I've learned, and I've kind of put it together into what we have today. And it may actually change in the future, depending on, you know, how the state and the regulators change. It happens. A lot, yeah, with what we do and what we have. But the IPM program really breaks down into six steps, right? So it's the interview, it's the inspect, identify, analysis, treatment, and monitor. Mm-hmm. Okay. Big ones is we will kind of run through these fairly quick, but the monitor is huge when it comes to rodents. Absolutely. And the interv- interview is huge mm-hmm. when it comes to rodents. Inspection is up there, but interviewing, I would still put above the inspection part. Sure. Because there's things that they know that you don't know and you're not going to know unless you live there. Right. Or unless you're there for hours on end. Mm -hmm. So when it comes into a commercial setting, the workers are going to know a lot more than even a manager may. You say. Yeah. So it's really going to who are you going to go contact? So who is the interview Mm -hmm. going to be with, right? So now I'm going to pick the hardest one out of this when it comes to the interview process because storage units are the hardest one to interview for. Guaranteed. The reason why, or why do you think it is? There's no, it's unmanned. Perfect. Yeah. There's nobody, there's no eyes and ears where the issues are at. Exactly. Yeah. So when you're walking into a storage unit and 
uh, unit comes in and complains, I've been having a ton of rodents, blah, blah, blah. Are you talking to that customer directly? And most times you're not. Mm -mm. You're talking to the staff that's on site that have talked to that customer. Yeah. So you're playing telephone. And then it's, do they have any food? Are you going through these questions to figure it out? Right. With the storage unit. So who, what's going on? How's everything happening? So you can even go and do an inspection on this even after the interview process. So when I'm going into a storage unit and they have a big issue with rodents, it's going to be, where is this main issue? Mm -hmm. Right. I need to know what's happening in which units. So they're going to go and take me to the places. Now it's my time to inspect because the manager may not know a hundred percent. Sure. So I'm going to have to start building a story in my head and it could be wrong, but when it comes to storage units, you may have to guess a little bit. Yeah. I don't think unless now remember there's always an exception to the rule and there's always an exception to everything we're doing here. And you're going to hear this when we go into convenience stores, even apartments and some restaurants, Mm -hmm. what you need, you may have to be strict on if you want to have success. Most guys will go the lazy route and they're not going to make sure that the person whose storage unit we're going into is present because that's going to be inconvenient or it's going to be hard, you know, to coordinate. Yeah. But depending on what you're willing to tolerate is what Mm -hmm. you get. So if you're going to tolerate that and misinformation, you're going to get misinformation with misinformation. You're going to treat improperly. If you're treating improperly, you may not get the best results. So just be aware of that. So when you're going through that interview process and you're not talking to the main person, you're probably going to have to start creating a story. Now, if it's impossible to get that person in, okay, that's different. Yeah. You know, so now we're going to have to go in and inspect. Now, the inspection process is very, has to be very, very thorough. At a storage unit, I'm going to go through and I'm inspecting the exterior, the interior, the adjacent, you know, the adjacent storage units. If I can, if I can't, now I need to do a little bit more digging is how did they build it? Mm -hmm. People don't think about that. So you go into a place and you're not even thinking, how is this storage unit built? Is each unit enclosed and, you know, it's, so it's, there is a roof on top of them. Yeah. Or is it open? Some of them do. It's just a gate, essentially. They just put over a chain link fence on the top, and that's your Mm -hmm. roof. So you're just hitting a chain link fence, which is open. So now rodents can literally jump from one to the next to the next to the next. Yeah. Right? So inspection's huge. Now, obviously, when you're going through that inspection, I won't dive too in-depth on the storage units. You're going to need to look for the entry points. Mm Mm-hmm finding out what's going on, asking the proper questions, how long have they been having them. If it's been a reoccurrence, you need to identify. Mm -hmm. Identification is more than just seeing droppings or even catching a rodent and properly identifying it. You catch a roof rat, great, right? That's cool. Mm -hmm. You got a roof rat. You know it's a roof rat. What is a roof rat? You know, how frequently are they reproducing? What do they do? What are their habits? What's going Mm -hmm. on? If you know nothing about rodents, even if you caught a roof rat and you can identify a roof rat, but you don't know how far they're going to travel for food. That's that's such a good point. You're missing so much of the equation. Yes. So identify, you know, and this is the third step on, you know, on the IPM program is even though you're identifying, 
do you know identification comes along, you know, a lot more with it. And that can go into cockroaches, into insects, into specific things. But do you know the biology behind them? Do you know their habits? Do you know their patterns? Do you know what's going on? Even if you are seeing it, are what are they eating? Oh, yeah. What's the food source? You know, that goes back to the inspection part. But you need to know all that stuff. You know, are you taking into account, okay, this is a standalone building there's literally no trees around. There's no vegetation. It's all cement. We're smack dab in the middle. How did this thing get in? Mm-hmm. You know, why would a roof rat be in this storage unit? And if it did get in, okay, great. But now what are those patterns looking like? Right. How you do know? we prevent it from keep, how do we prevent that from happening over and over again? Uh-huh. Yeah. So now, so once you get that identification in, is it mice? Yeah. You know, so a little bit about roof rats um, from my knowledge and the classes that I've taken is I'll throw out some very few things, but they're very important. You know, rats are willing to travel up to a hundred yards, you know, away around from where they're living. Mm-hmm. So you have a hundred yard radius of where they could be actually eating and where they could be living. Are you dealing with the food source? Or are you dealing with the living space? What are you dealing with? Or it yeah. could be both. Yeah. You know, but you got to find that out. Where are they eating? Because they have to eat something. They have to drink something. Yeah. Rats have to drink. You identify mice. Okay, well, guess what? Mice are a little bit different. Mice don't have to drink. So even though you eliminate the water source, they could be getting enough water from their food because how small they are that they may not even need to drink water. Right, right. You know, so are you learning that? Are you putting that into, you know, your scenario when you're identifying and you're inspecting? Do you know what's going on? Mice are only going to travel 100 feet. That's a lot less than a rat. Oh, yeah. You know, so within that 100 feet, once again, are you dealing with the living space? Where's that food source? They're eating and living somewhere. Yeah. Or in the same spot. But where where is that? Mm-hmm. Is that that specific unit, that storage unit that you're dealing with? Or is it an adjacent one? It's your job to find out. It's your job to find out, right? Which that comes down into analyze. Mm-hmm. You need to analyze the situation. Most guys will go out there and it's, oh yeah, that dropping looks pretty small. You got mice. Um, we're going to set out a bunch of glue boards and we're out of here. You're all set. You're good to go. Yikes. Yeah. 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 We'll take care of it. Don't worry. Oh, yeah. I feel better as a customer. Yeah. Yeah. And you just may have saw a bunch of little baby droppings mm-hmm. from a rat. And so your little glue boards are doing nothing. They may even have fur on them. They're getting stuck on them. They're moving them around. Yeah. But what? They can pull themselves off. So that's a lazy analysis then. A very lazy analysis. You may have done the inspection. Well, it's really lazy everything. Yeah. Because even your interview probably was lazy. Your inspection was very quick Mm -hmm. and not thorough. You went and jumped in and you're just analyzing it very quickly. You came up with the treatment method, which is just glue boards And now you may not even monitor until your next visit. And then you may say, okay, let's see it now, right? Let's Mm -hmm. see what's going on. So those are those six steps. So when you are going through the analyze, what resources do you have, right? Because this is now going into the treatment method. Mm -hmm. So that, that fourth step is essentially you're building your plan. You're putting everything together to create your treatment method. Right. 
So once you do identify properly, you know what's going on. How are you going to eliminate these rodents? Mm-hmm. Are you going through those proper steps? Okay, are you going to use glue boards? Are you going to use glue boards and snap traps? What kind of traps are you going to use? Some guys may be like, dude, I get like a trap and that's it. I don't even have glue boards. Oh, wow. I don't even get multiple things to use, right? Yeah. Are you using the Victor snap trap? You know, with the yellow trigger on it? Are you getting the old school with the little metal? Mm-hmm. Are you getting T-Rex traps? Are you using smart traps, you know, that have Wi-Fi on it and it's going to tell you when it goes off? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what you have, but you need to get creative on that. Sure. So it's it's looking at that situation and saying, what can I do here to get it done? Mm-hmm. When you are analyzing the situation, you are going to have to take into account the interview. Oh, yeah. You know, so we'll go real quick on, um, it has nothing to do with storage units, but this was a quick interview with, if there was a proper interview that we did at the gas station, correct? we would have known how to do the treatment properly mm-hmm. from the very beginning, but there was no interview. And this is a bad example, guys. This is what guys will do when they're new or they're being lazy or something's coming up. They do a bad interview. They don't inspect. They're not identifying what's actually going on. Because all they did was put out glue boards. And then we never caught anything. Of course not. We're dealing dealing with roof rats. Big surprise. Yeah. So our treatment method and process was wrong. Mm -hmm. Which now when we went back and we were monitoring, we were having zero success. Once we changed that and we started looking at it a different way, our interview process changed, the inspection changed, we knew where they were coming in, we know what they're eating, we were identifying them as rats, not mice, and now when we're analyzing that whole entire situation, all those steps prior, we came up with a treatment method, which has now given us multiple kills. We're now at 10 rodents. Even more than that now. Yeah. You know, so that's what that is. That's the importance behind each of the IPM steps. Yeah. You know, there is that importance there. And if you're skipping some or getting lazy on some or assuming it's going to be easier than what it is, you then run into a bigger issue. Sure. Which we ran into. Right. So those are the storage units. Now, what we do here is we do a follow up for four weeks Mm -hmm. with our trapping program. Because we need to be out there once a week, if not sooner, checking the traps and making sure and seeing. Because the IPM program goes back down to monitor. Huge with rodents. That's a sixth step, right? Is monitor. Well, monitor, and what I'll hurry and read this real quick because it has everything to do with what you're doing, is, uh, let me see. I'm going to pull out the good stuff. So... It goes down. Okay, so right here. So this says, if you have visited the uh, visited the client's home multiple times and have not helped the customer, you might need to go back and start the IPM process over or have a manager help assess the situation, right? So that is the main part of monitor mm-hmm. is you're going back through... And you're going to go back through the IPM process over again. That's exactly what we did at that gas station. Uh huh. So even though you did the IPM program and now you're in the monitor state, that does not mean you're done. Mm-hmm. You hit step six and I'm out. 
That's not how that works, especially with the rodents or any other pest. So when you're going through that and you're monitoring the rodents, you may need to go back up to step one and do it again. Yeah. And I've done that. I've done that behind guys where they went out, they did the, well, they did the IPM program and it went back. I went out there to monitor and we didn't take care of the issue. The issue was still reoccurring. We kept having problems and problems and problems and problems. So then I had to go back and it was now interview, inspect, identify, analysis, you know, analyze, treatment, and now monitor again. Yep. And since then, we haven't had anything for months on end until just recently. But now they've been educated and now it's going back and now we got to do that interview process again. Sure. You know, to make sure everything's good. Okay, so that's going to that's gonna kind of close up storage units. So storage units, it's going to be very difficult to take care of, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, I've had issues, and I've had even problems where they're not willing to take care. So if you're dealing with standalone buildings, you know, they're just the long buildings with all the bay doors. Mm-hmm. A lot of the times they have massive gaps up at the top. Yep. You can't seal that really in any way. You know, so the construction side of things, it should have been built completely different. Sure. Which they never do because they want to get the cheapest way in. So mm-hmm. they're just trying to make the most money in the short amount of time, you know, short amount of time. So with that being said, you may not be able to 100% eliminate rodents in some scenarios because they're not willing to close up holes, seal certain things up. So you may have to accept defeat at some at some point. Yeah. You know, but storage units, a lot of the times they make sure that food is, you can't bring in food. Mm-hmm. There is no bringing in food. You can't even, it's not allowed on the property. It's not allowed on the site. A lot of places now are taking away garbage cans. So you have to take your garbage out or they'll put the dumpster outside, but you got to bring everything out and throw it away. It's smart. Yeah. So they're forcing people now to follow those rules because it wasn't being forced before. Yeah. You know, so there's been some facilities I've walked into and they had dumpsters literally lining the hallways mm-hmm. and soon that was all taken away. Yeah. You know, cause it's one, it's a lot of work for the workers to go through and pull all the garbage out, but people were filling it up with food. Mm-hmm. So even though they may not be putting food in their storage units, all the food was now getting placed in the garbage cans that were right outside the storage units, which is still inviting rodents in. Yeah. Okay. So that, that's storage units. Now, they do get creative. Sometimes they'll throw out their own little packets of bait. Mm-hmm. So that, that will help, but that's on them. That's not on us. Uh, so for the big one that we'll jump on is the next one's restaurants. Restaurants is, it's a fun one. Have you done any restaurants? Not yet, no. You haven't? No, I've done restaurants for cockroaches. Um but no rodents been mostly gas stations and okay. Things like that. Yeah. Convenience stores. Okay. So restaurants, those ones are fun. And the reason why I say those ones are fun is because you have so many obstacles to get over so much food, so much food. So you're literally providing a buffet for all the rodents and it's unlimited amount of food all the time. Because if it's not food inside that fell onto the ground and maybe got kicked under something, it's now the dumpster that's full of all the old food. All day, just throwing old food in the dumpster. Yes. So when I go through this, and I'll tell you an example at one of the restaurants that I just recently did, and from my knowledge, we eliminated them to a point. 
I, I have no idea if they've had a, you know, if it's been reintroduced or anything like that. Yeah. But so the interview process is now actually, I went in, I didn't even talk to the owner. I went through the whole process and I talked to the manager on site. I was talking to the night crew that were seeing them. Mm-hmm. And so I was actually talking straight to the employees that were dealing with the rodents on a consistent basis. Wow. I went there at five in the morning and I was doing an interview with the openers because I was going to check the traps the next morning. Smart. Yes. So you need to make sure you're talking to the right people. Are you talking to the people who are dealing with the rodents Mm -hmm. all the time? If I just talked to the owner, he would have told me they're hearing them above their heads. They see them sometimes over there and over there and that's it. And the owner hasn't been there in weeks or he's there like once a week to exactly see. Mm -hmm. So now it's getting into it. So now when I'm going through my inspection process on a restaurant, you need to get on your hands and knees. Yeah. Okay. That is a big thing that I've heard over and over and over at so many different classes. If you are not willing to get down onto the ground because it's gross or whatever it is, Dude, I'm going to beat you nine, nine times out of 10. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to win. And I'm going to win that guy's business because you're not willing to do the hard work. Mm-hmm. So in this situation, I was getting down on my hands and knees. I was literally pulling stuff off of the shelf. I was telling the workers what to do yeah. and where to move things. And within just 24, not even 24 hours, just in the evening, maybe 10 hours or eight hours, because I was back out there super early in the morning. I caught five or six rats in the restaurant. Just that short amount of time. Just that short amount of time. Yeah. Because I was asking them. So I went into this area and I was asking them what's going on, Mm -hmm. that interview process. And then it was inspecting those areas. Well, they're over by the ice machine that's behind these little double doors. Well, okay. So I'm going to go look. I placed the traps where I needed to and I inspected around it. There was no entry points in that area. So they were hiding in the motor or around that machine, which is perfect. Because yeah. I know they have to get out eventually. They're mm-hmm. going to come back out and look for food because there is no food back there, right? So this is the whole interview process. This is now me identifying and analyzing the situation all at the same time. Sure. And that's just one specific closet with an ice machine. Yeah. That's not outside of that. That mm-hmm. is literally just in that area. What am I doing and how am I going to treat this area? Right. You know, I even went as far as to pulling up grates because they'll have, you know, where all the drains, you know, the drainage goes. They had one out by a door. It was kind of weird. I don't know what was out there before, but I ended up pulling it up and I was inspecting inside the drain because why would I inspect the drain? Because rodents can go in there, especially if it's not being used. It's a great spot to hide. Oh, yeah. You know, it's open. They can squeeze through. It's nice and dark. They can go sit there for a little bit Mm -hmm. until everything calms down and then pop back out and run. So I'm literally inspecting all these areas where there's a possibility. Now, not once did they actually ever tell me they were up in the attic. I went up there and I actually set up traps up there. Got it. So I started popping ceiling tiles to put traps up there and to see if there was droppings. There's droppings. Mm-hmm. I went out to the booths, okay? So now this is a restaurant, not a fast food restaurant with metal chairs and things like that where there is no booths. I'm talking about a full-on sit-down restaurant, okay? Little secret, guys. All the techs out there, you go to a restaurant. If they have booths, 
It's made out of wood. Pull the cushion. Ooh, okay. Go try to pull the cushion. Next time you're sitting at a restaurant, okay? Mm. Lift up the cushion. See if you can lift it up. Yeah. All of them you can. At least every single one I've been into so far, you can pull that cushion up. I'm doing that every time now. Yeah. Yeah, you may not want to on some of them. Well, <laughs> if you like the restaurant, don't do it. Give them an estimate on the spot. <laughs> yeah, give them it. Yeah. So guess what I did? Part of my interview process, they brought me back to a television. Sure. That was in the far, very far end of the restaurant. Mm-hmm. And they said, uh, we saw one run behind this TV. Okay. No one told me this other than like one night person ended up saying something. Okay. So this was after talking to multiple people. Yeah. Okay. So they bring me back to this television. They told me that. And I said, okay, luckily I've been through this experience before. And so I said, okay, we got to pull up these seats. Boom. Pull up the seat underneath full of all the little creamers that they put on each table for coffee. Oh, wow. Yep. So the rats were actually pulling the creamers and bringing them underneath these chairs, you know, underneath the benches. And they literally had an entire home. And unlimited amount of food and creamers and everything you could think of. No way. Uh Uh-huh. Underneath this bench. Actually, two benches. Mm -hmm. One was worse than the next. And they were literally running up this little rock wall that they made. Mm -hmm. Not the rodents. The restaurant. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just so people know. I got that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, No, but they had a little rock wall where the, the TV was actually mounted. Sure. And then there was a massive hole where the TV was mounted so mm-hmm. that they could run all the wires through. And then all the wires went up into the ceiling tiles and all the way to the, uh, pretty much where they were cooking food. There it is. All the way to the back. So opposite sides, but they were literally running up and down. So at night they were just running all over the tables. Mm-hmm. They were grabbing all the creamers, everything or if a creamer fell on the ground. Perfect. They were pulling it underneath the benches where yeah. everybody was sitting. They could sit there all day long and eat all their food and nothing would have happened to them. Yeah. You know, so once again, that's going to go back into my treatment. Now I know different areas to, you know, to place traps. Sure. You know, so now we're going through it. And even on the outside, it was checking all the bait stations. Another company was there. Another company was taking care of the issue, right? Love that. Multiple callbacks, constantly having problems, guy constantly coming out and placing traps and nothing. Where was he placing those traps? Um, no, you know, well, I do know they were in the back where some of this food storage was. Sure. They had a little closet where it was kind of elongated closet and they had traps back there. Mm -hmm. Um, they had glue boards back there as well. I ended up taking everything and just throwing it all away. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it was useless. Right. So once again, you're using glue boards, but in what sense, Mm -hmm. you know, so this is something I'll hurry and do a quick little bit on this. Um, they need a payment for it. Uh, <laughs> so the Rodent Academy, they yeah. do an East Coast and West Coast one. I don't know if they still do it. I haven't gotten any emails or anything, so I hope they still do because yeah. it was really good. They brought in a ton of different professionals, mm-hmm. and we're talking people who study rats. For a living, yeah. For a living. Literally the biology, the habits, everything. Okay, this is where I learned that they have pheromones. Mm-hmm. And when they're using that sebum that they leave behind, all those dark spots, the urine, all that, that is essentially telling them where the food is, where this, you know, there's a hole here, this is a home. Yeah. It, it, that's literally what they're doing, mm-hmm. you know. 
Um, so it's re- it was really cool. But they uh, they will go through so many different scenarios and they open up your mind to what to look for. Yeah. You know, one of the scenarios that they went through is there was actually chew marks on a golf ball. And that's how the guy identified that it was a rat. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So even though you think you're, you know, you didn't find anything, there was no droppings, but stuff's getting chewed up. Are you looking at those teeth marks? Mm-hmm. Are you seeing, is it just chunks taken away? Is it fine, you know, fine chews? What is it? Sure. And they go through that. So they teach you so much about it. But going back to the story at hand is they just, he just, whoever was out there, they just kind of threw stuff all over the place mm-hmm. in hopes that it's going to catch them. Yeah. Okay. There is a method of placing a trap. Homeowners don't know this. They'll go look at our traps and say, I can go buy these traps at Home Depot. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. You're right. You're absolutely correct. You're going to place too much bait on it. You're not going to set it properly, and the rodent's going to eat off of it and then run away, and you're going to be pissed off Mm -hmm. because you're not going to have any catches. Every time. Every single time. And so this tech was essentially doing the same thing. Now, he didn't overload it with peanut butter. He didn't do anything like that. But he just essentially vomited all over the kitchen and just placed all these traps and glue boards. But there was no rhyme or reason behind it. Yikes. Yeah. So there was no identification. There was no analysis. There was no true treatment method. And they were not monitoring because they were receiving phone calls from the managers, they were not sending texts out to go look after the fact. Whoops. No, they're just putting the Band-Aid on a broken arm. Yeah. They're hoping that it's going to fix it, but they have really no idea what's going on. Yeah. You know, so that's what we're looking at. So restaurants is that big hurdle is going to be the food competition. Mm-hmm. So when we say food competition, they did a study. Rodents will be picky. So they are going to eat the better food over something that's worse. And they did it with bread. So they did a whole study where they use better ingredients and everything on each different type of bread. And the rodents actually preferred the better ingredient bread that was made better than the other two. Sure. So they had kind of the better, you know, uh, best, better, and better, whatever it is. Um, but that's what happened. And they went for the best bread that was available to them. Mm-hmm. So they will get picky. So you do have to eliminate that food source. What are they eating? What are they going for? Now you take away that competition Mm -hmm. and you're forcing them to your traps. The other thing is, and this is another thing guys will get lazy with, is where are you placing these traps? Are you placing these traps just in a corner because it's nice and dark and you think that's a good spot? Mm -hmm. Um, Or are you actually placing it where the rodent can pop out or you're putting it close to their home. Yeah. What, you know, and most guys would just throw them out wherever because it looks good. That they don't does actually not make sense. No, it doesn't make sense. But when you don't do the proper interview, you know, and inspection, it makes total sense because you're not right. doing the work. Mm-hmm. So another quick example with the restaurant, and this is a good example, is I went out to one and I actually luckily saw the rodent behind a refrigerator. Oh, on the initial inspection. On the initial inspection. Nice. I knew it was a mouse because I saw the droppings. Mm-hmm. And so what I did is I went and placed glue boards around essentially the exit spots. Okay. This was early in the morning. I went and did inspections on a ton of other restaurants. 
I came back to this restaurant because they approved the work yeah. by the end of the day. So now I was doing the work on the restaurant, finished everything up. Before I left, I said, you know what? I just got to go double check. Sure. Goes back to monitor. Went and checked. Mouse on the trap. On a glue board. Mm-hmm. I put the correct equipment in the correct areas and really hoping it was going to work, right? Yeah. I'd love to toot my own horn and say I knew it was going to work. It's, yeah. It's, you know? yeah, yeah, I, I really didn't know, uh-huh. but it worked out perfect, and I caught it. Eliminated the mouse situation. They have zero issues, or at least have mentioned zero sure. since then. Mm-hmm. So doing the proper interview, doing the proper inspection, identifying, analyzing, coming up with the proper treatment method, and then monitoring mm-hmm. is key. It's crucial. So restaurants, keep all those ideas in mind where you're looking. Perfect. Keep those ideas in mind of what's going on. When you have a refrigerator, and this is one, because um, we deal with one restaurant that has these, is they have stationary refrigerators that are long, so they can prep the food on top of it as well. Mm, okay. The problem is, is the stationary ones, they have these massive gaps underneath it. Well, those massive gaps underneath are great homes for rodents. Sure. They run all the piping and electrical up into the ceiling, and that's where all the motors are, so the heat, so it doesn't heat up the restaurant, mm-hmm. which is genius, Yeah, but also stupid, because any roof rat that gets up there can just follow those pipes down, wiring down, and they're literally in the restaurant and underneath a mountain of food. Straight into the kitchen. Straight into the kitchen. Yeah, that's huge. Yes. And because those restaurants are connected to other buildings... They're in a strip mall. Well, guess what? You may have not even been the problem. That restaurant was probably not even the main issue. Yeah. It was probably a neighbor who was leaving their door open that was a dry cleaner. Mm-hmm. And now the rodent got into the dry cleaner. There's no food, but they can smell next door. They're already inside. It's easy now. Yeah. They got all day. This is literally their job is where's food? I just need to eat, reproduce, and sleep. That's my job. And now they got a routine. And they find it. Mm -hmm. They're going to find it. They're going to figure it out. And they did. And they got in. Wow. And so now it was getting creative on that situation, Mm -hmm. placing traps underneath these stationary refrigerators. And it actually was sitting on top of a drain where I was putting these traps. Sure. You know, in hopes that we're going to catch these, make them, you know, make them make a mistake. But then it is working with, I guess I should hit this real quick on the IPM as well. During that interview, or even when you're getting into the treatment method, that is a great time to educate the customer. Oh, yeah. Because you need to educate them on, this is what I'm doing. This is what's going on. It's not a secret. You can Mm -hmm. see it. But I do need you to tell me where are the droppings? Where are you seeing the activity? Mm -hmm. I need you to clean up the droppings. You don't want to pay me to clean it up? That's fine. You need to clean it up, and then you need to tell me, is there new droppings, and where are those new droppings? It has to be there, that mm-hmm. communication. Yep. Did we catch a rodent, or did we catch rodents? Mm-hmm. How many? How big? Did you take pictures? Did you just throw the whole trap away? I need to know these things. Yeah. You know, so it is that com- direct communication. That goes into monitoring as well after the fact, but the education is huge on their part and on your part. Mm-hmm. Most insects, you're not going to take care of it alone. Unless it's an empty building. Sure. Then there is nothing to ask anybody. It's going to be you against the rodents and there's nobody in there. 
But if there are people living there, working there, whatever, it is now you, that person against the rodent situation. Yep. It has to be a team effort. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of guys are timid and they're scared to talk to the customer or tell them what they need to do. But I let them know from the very beginning this is a team effort. I need your help. Yeah. You're the eyes and ears here. Mm-hmm. I come in for 15, 20 minutes, maybe an hour. I do my work and then I'm gone. I'm not here the rest of the time. Right. I need your help. And usually they love that. Mm-hmm. They're usually very involved. So remember that education is crucial. Okay, let's talk about some convenience stores in the IPM program. We can talk about the one that you're up and doing. Yeah. Let's hear a little bit about it. Kind of what was that process for you? What did you do and how did you handle it? And now we're starting to see success. Yeah. And give the bad and the good because it was bad. It was. And it was definitely a great learning experience for me. Um, I wasn't part of the initial interview or inspection process. I kind of got in later after, you know, problems kept prolonging and kept sending me pictures of products that he was losing on a daily basis. Yeah. And that's why I appreciate you talking about the emphasis on the interview is because I was talking directly to the owner who was there maybe once a week Mm -hmm. and he's getting a, he said, she said from two different employees who one always opens and the other one always closes. Mm -hmm. I was only talking to the closer Right. So when I got involved, when I first was talking to, you know, the owner of the the building, yeah, he was telling me where the issues are at, where they're coming in. I had to do a reinspection and I found a few more entry points that I had to seal up. Mm-hmm. I didn't do a thorough enough interview, though, because okay. I missed talking to the people who were actually there on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Right. Owners telling me that it's only in the store. After my second checkup, talking to the actual workers behind the counter, he's telling me, no, dude, back in the office room, I'm hearing them above my head. When I went back there during the day and I inspected, I didn't see anything. I didn't hear anything. I did pop a ceiling tile, but no droppings, no evidence. But Mm -hmm. after talking to him, he gave me so much more of that piece of the puzzle that I wasn't even, you know, I was clueless. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was just spinning my wheels. I mean, you remember, I was getting frustrated. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I was asking you for advice. I was like, dude, what's going on? You yeah. Know? yeah. Yeah. But I think moving forward now, we have really gained control because I found out, you know, where they're nesting, what their food source is, where they're coming from, mm-hmm. how many are actually in the store throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And without that thorough interview, like we wouldn't have gained control even to this day, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and that's and that is crucial. The interview is so so crucial. Yeah, you know, and then when you are coming into the treatment part of it, that is the next. I think is the next biggest stage of the process, sure. especially what we're doing dealing with today. Mm-hmm. Now, if we did this episode like two three years ago, it would be different because we had better bait. The bait was a lot more effective. Mm-hmm. It was killing them a lot quicker. So we were seeing results a lot faster. You know, the bit, a quick clip from the episode, I won't, actually won't put in a clip, but I talk about a home that I took care of and we literally took out, the guy gave me two grocery bags full of frozen rodents. And if you're like, what do you mean frozen? Yes, grocery bags. They were inside grocery bags, frozen inside their freezer. Go back and listen to the episode. <laughs> Wow. Um, he initially gave me two. I set everything up, 18 bait stations around the property. Over the weekend, we went back out 
he gave me three more bags, bags, three more bags, or maybe it wasn't me. Maybe it was another guy who went out there. It was three more bags. And then the guy picked up 18 bodies <laughs> and some of them weren't just bodies. Some of them was just like a head. Yeah. You know, there was no body or, you know, whatever it was. It was literally an Armageddon of just like dead rodents all over the place. Even when I was doing the work on the, on the home, I found dead rodents up in the gutter and things like that. So back then it was a lot different than now. Sure. We saw results literally in one week Mm -hmm. for how many bait stations we placed out. We literally destroyed the population around this home. Yeah. So even in the restaurant situation, if we were dealing with better bait, um, better products, things like that, you would be able to eliminate a massive amount. And so now you have to get more creative. We still are fighting a battle today because we've gotten products that make techs lazier. Mm -hmm. And this is going to be a big, I guarantee you, watch this is going to happen. I guarantee you we're going to run into this at the next pest world or even a few down the road is we are going to have the most lazy techs that we've ever seen ever. You think so? I guarantee it. Yeah. We were lazy back then because we had such good product that we could literally just throw out and the product would kill everything for us. Yeah. It would even kill us. That was the cool thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it took yeah. out the dumb, mm-hmm. took out the dummies out there. Right. But it was so good. It literally just killed everything. Yeah. Now the product's been so restricted. We had to get a little bit smarter on where we're treating, what we're doing, even with our, you know, with when it comes into rodents. Now, a lot of products didn't come out for rodents during that time. Yeah. Because it was literally just bait and traps. Like, that's literally all you had. Mm -hmm. Well, now they're trying to get the smart traps and the birth control out there for, you know, rodents and things like that. And so now we're going to get into techs who are going to get very, very lazy. They're going to set up all these Wi-Fi traps and not go check them ever. Mm -hmm. They may not even be placed correctly. And they're like, well, just notify me if we get it. That's just how it is. Oh, my God. But I guarantee you we're going to see that. Yeah. So so you're saying like as these products are going to start to tighten up, you know, there needs to be more of that emphasis on how you're actually treating it because things do change, mm-hmm. you know, and if we had more of an effective product, we wouldn't have to go to these extensive measures to make sure that they're taking it or you see what I'm saying? Well, I, in examples from previous years is I was able to put out bait stations prior and the rodent infestation would naturally go away because they were killing off so fast once they it was just a one feeding right so they like that's yeah it's yeah because now you have to hit your lethal dose Mm -hmm. back then it was like dude you smelt it you're dead so oh that'd be so nice you know like (laughs) i mean it wasn't that extreme but that's you you know but that's what it was it was like i remember i was literally walking with the guy you know, and he wasn't, he actually came out to help. So this was in the very beginning of me learning everything. Yeah. So this was a distributor. Me and him were walking together, pop open up a bait station on a storage unit and a rodent ran out, very little nibbles taken off of it. And he looks at it and is like, well, that one's dead. Like as easy as that. Like that's literally how easy it was. Sure. They took a bite. They're dead. We just know they're done. Mm-hmm. Now, the problem is they could have eaten the whole cube, and then that's where they started getting stricter with the baits. Yeah. But 
that's how nice it was. Mm -hmm. So when we talk about the IPM program, why I put out the correct way to eliminate rodents for homes, residential houses back then, was because we started getting so strict and they started pulling products away faster than we could get good products. Well, the problem is, is when you're dealing with a rat, you don't, there's not a magical spray that's going to get on them and they're going to die. Yeah. Like we have for insects, you know, so, but now with insects, we just have to do a more thorough job Mm -hmm. with rodents. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. So they, they have to find it. They have to ingest it. They have to like it. They may not even eat it. Mm-hmm. They have food competition. Why would I go for this crappy bait when I could be eating this amazing Scraps garbage? Kitchen, yeah. yeah, like pizza over here, right? Like that's what we're dealing against. Gotcha. So you will have those guys that are going to get lazy. They now have bait stations with sensors in it. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to get <laughs> to the point where they go put out a bait station. They do zero prep or work behind it and they just leave. Because yes. the bait station will tell me what happens. Yeah, see, it shows right here on my phone. No mm-hmm. activity. Yep. So they're going to make very, very lazy techs, mm. which is cool. I absolutely love it. Because we'll thrive. Exactly. So whoever's listening, don't take our secret and put in the work. <laughs> Get lazy, because then we're going to come take your business. Um, but that's really what it is. Yeah. I, and I guarantee you, you're going to see that. Mm-hmm. I promise you, you're going to see that. Just like the acts all made you know, cockroach treatments and things like that. Yep. Lazy. It made guys lazy. Mm-hmm. They stopped doing the correct processes because that machine does everything for them. Sure. You know, the automatic dusters, things like that. They just start dusting everything. You know, they're not using it as added on top of, or during my process, this is going to make it go a little bit quicker. It's, they just go stupid with it and say, this is the only thing I'm going to use. And yeah. I'm done with everything else. It's supposed to enhance it, not replace it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And we jump into the replace. Yeah. Oh, I can do the same job in like a quarter of the time. Why wouldn't I do that? It's like, Mm -hmm. no, it's like you can do an even better job with the same amount of time and prevent it from ever happening again. Yeah, exactly. And and that is going to go into really that convenience store thing, right? So we're going in, we're dealing with the gas station, the convenience side, you know, the convenience store, the main building. And you came to me because he's like, this guy is sick of it. He wants a faster, he wants better results in the quickest amount of time. Mm -hmm. Okay. Techs that are listening, managers that are listening, owners that are listening. There's always a way to do it really fast. Yeah. It may not be cheap and it may not be easy, but there is a way to do it really fast. Sure. So it's going to be expensive and it may take a lot of time to do, Mm -hmm. you know, in time, I mean by prep. So this guy, we threw out him a few, you know, a few ideas. You can literally take all your food. You can throw it in bins, seal it up. And guess what? The rodents don't have an option other than to go for the bait. They either are going to go for our bait on the outside. They're going to go for the bait if there's on the inside. And that's another thing for guys to understand. We have hybrid stations, cheap mm-hmm. hybrid stations. You can put T-Rex traps in an Evo Express and now you have a trapping station that you can put inside a restaurant. Bingo. You can put inside a convenience store. If the health department says, nope, you can't have a rat trap out, hybrid station. It's covered. You can have it out now. Mm-hmm. Get creative. You need to put bait on that. I don't like doing that, but you can. Mm-hmm. 
it's out there. We have scent bags. We have other things and other methods to get rid of them. You know, get rid of the smell if something dies inside. So if you are running into those situations, you can. This guy wants the fastest way. Box everything up. Mm-hmm. Pull everything out of the store. Like you're moving. Let's throw out a ton of traps. I guarantee you we're going to catch stuff within the next five, six hours. Probably mm-hmm. within the 24 hours, everything's going to be in that store. It's all going to be dead. Yeah. It's all going to be caught. He eventually. Was, he was on board or somewhat on board because he actually approached me. And this is before I went to you with it. Yeah. Because he called me and he said, you know, because he's not at the store. He doesn't really, has never done any kind of pest control. He was like, I need you guys to come in and spray that gas and kill them all. He's like, I'm gonna, spray that gas. Yeah, he said that word for word, <laughs> like verbatim. He was like, I'm going to shut down the store for a day. And you guys come in and you just gas them out of the attic, gas them out of my store. I don't care. You know, so when I presented him with that that solution, it's like, you know, we can really gain control of it, but you and the guys are going to have to get all of your food mm-hmm. and seal it in, you know, those, those tight bins. Yep. And we're going to come in and we're going to place traps. We're going to do X, Y, Z. It's going to cost a certain amount. And he's like, I have to put all the way food. I'm like, you have to put all the food away. So yep. luckily they started taking the bait and the trapping was kind of progressing. So we didn't have to go to that extreme, but I was really happy that we gave him that option. You yeah. Know? Oh yeah. Well, and that's what you have to do. Restaurants, when they're adjoining or it's on a strip mall, you know, they're sharing walls with somebody. I did that. I did that to a restaurant. I went up there. I assessed the whole situation. Yeah. We were going to seal up the wall that it was, that was sharing. Mm-hmm. It was going to cost them a couple thousand dollars. Yeah. They said, no. Okay, great. But we threw that out there. We gave them the solution. They decided to decline. Perfect. They know there is a quick way. There is a better solution. Mm-hmm. If you're going to say no to that, then you may have an issue still. Yeah. So as long as we're getting creative, but get creative. Mm-hmm. There's tin cats. You don't know what the tin cat is. I know that there's a ton of different names out there. It's the small little metal box for mice that you can put inside a warehouse. Mm-hmm. You could put inside a restaurant. We did that in a warehouse, and what happened? Oh man, <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know that many <laughs> mice could fit in a tin cat. <laughs> it was a freaking. Oh man, it was yeah. It was perfect. You just throw that in the oven. Cook them up. I bet they'd be pretty good. <laughs> Dude, that was only four days later too. Yeah. And it was like a mosh pit. Like, no, not even exaggerating. It was probably like 12 to 15 mice Yeah, jammed Easy. in there. Yeah. And that's kind of, you know, I'm kind of newer to this. So I didn't know they had that curiosity thing. So you were like, yeah, dude, if like one or two gets in, they start hearing some activity. They're just going to shoveling in. Because yeah. I was like, I wasn't horrified, but I was like, I had a like double take for a second. There was just so many jammed in there. Yeah. No, no, no. It, it's amazing what what tools are out there and very, very basic. Yeah. Basic equipment that works very well if placed in the correct areas Mm -hmm. and if you're doing the correct things. Right. You know, so that, that is, there is that key behind that. So, and I can't talk about the IPM program enough when you are doing that, but that all comes back down to, are you analyzing the situation and you're coming up with the best treatment method? Yeah. You know, obviously within their budget. Yeah. You know, so some of them may not have deep pockets and they may want to go on the cheaper side. So then you have to get creative, Mm -hmm. you know, but that's what's fun about rodents. Yeah. That's what I like, you know, and I really enjoy about it because even the one that we went out to, he denied the first pricing. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, okay, well, I'm going to come up with 
a price that's actually half the cost, but it was just going the very cheap route. Mm-hmm. And we should see results, you know, and we're going to be following up with that guy next week and we're going to see, did we actually have those results? Full transparency though. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But it's, hey, we're not coming back out. We're not doing mm-hmm. the trapping program. We're not going to be doing these things. We're not going to be monitoring. Yeah. You know, but we're going to at least call you up and we're going to find out, mm-hmm. you know, what's going on. You know, but that situation was a very cut and dry situation. The guy's yeah. in a metal box, you know. Yeah. There's not too many openings and even the ones that are just seal it up and you're good. Mm-hmm. So it's not like they can make a new hole inside of a metal box. But that that is some of those. It's just the creativity behind it. Mm-hmm. Get creative of where you're looking. Get creative with your interview and your interview questions. Yeah. You know, expand outside of just the owner. Mm-hmm. And if you think, well, that's disrespectful, it's not. It's smart. And it actually will impress a lot of people. If you say, okay, thank you for all that information. Can I talk to all your employees now? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and some of them may get scared. No, don't, don't talk to them. Don't tell them anything. But it's no, we have to get them involved. Yeah. They have to be part of this. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that are seeing the rat anyway. Like, how can you not tell them about it? Exactly. Yeah. They're going to post it on social media if you don't tell them about it. Right. You know, so, you know, work together with them. Get creative with that. Get creative with the products. Don't get lazy with the products. Mm-hmm. Don't think there's a fix all. Going real quick back to bait stations and things like that and food competition. Food competition is a real thing. Mm-hmm. And how I know it's a real thing is when you catch a rat and you get the body, not the head, mm-hmm. or you're getting a leg, it's because they don't even care about what you put on the bait, on the bait station or yeah. on the trap, right? They're just, they're running by it or a bait station isn't getting hit, but it's right next to a dumpster. Why would they go for the bait station? Why would they go for the bait station? They don't even know the bait station's there. They yeah. may think it's just a piece of garbage. Yeah. And they may be using just to jump up onto and to get to the next level. You're helping them. Uh-huh. <laughs> so a guy, and he's the rat expert of the industry. Um, he's been at every single pest world I've gone to. He's had classes at every single pest world I've gone mm-hmm. to. Multiple classes, actually, at every pest world I've gone to. They constantly get him back. Uh, universities have hired him to create programs to reduce the amount of rodents on their campus, which is crazy. Wow. Um, Sky Rises have hired him to come in and to reduce the populations. Cities has, have even talked to him about reducing populations in their pro, in their city. Mm-hmm. So it's it's crazy how much this guy does and knows. But he came up and he said something that was so basic, but it hit me so hard because we don't think about this stuff Mm -hmm. is he showed a picture of two dumpsters and he kind of gave the idea of guys will go out, they'll place the bait stations next to the dumpsters, boom, we're gone. And then they'll come back and they'll monitor those and no activity, no activity, no activity, or they're still seeing rats, rats and rats, and there's activity on the bait Mm -hmm. station still. And he came up with such a simple solution, but we won't do it. Most guys won't do it. And all he said was, pull those dumpsters away from the wall. Yeah. Clean them out. Mm -hmm. Bleach them. Put them back. And then don't use them. 
If you can, if you cannot use them for that weekend, whatever, just stop. But clean them out. Make sure there's nothing for these rodents to eat. You literally bleach everything. You take the smell away. You take that all away. Fill your bait stations extra. He said, mm-hmm. you will literally demolish a population of rodents in 24 hours if you do this. You'll kill them all. doesn't matter what bait you have. So simple, but so effective. Yeah. Because of the food competition. Mm-hmm. Because of what you have to do. But his whole job is also to think out of the box. His whole job is also to come up with very, very simple solutions. Yeah. And... He actually was sponsored by one of these tech companies that came out with those sensor traps. He never once talked about it. He never uses them. He never talks about him using them. Doesn't need to. No, because he knows the biology behind them. Mm -hmm. He understands what's going to be happening. You go into an apartment complex. You do the interview with the manager. You do an interview with the unit that's having the issue. You now need to go and inspect the the adjacent units. Of course. Go inspect the entire outside of the building. Are Mm -hmm. they getting into the AC somewhere? Are they climbing a tree and getting under the roof and into a hole somewhere? Yeah. How are they getting in? In my case, at my house, I'm not in an apartment complex, but I am attached. So it has everything to do with it, right? Mm -hmm. I had a mouse living underneath my stove eating food from the neighbor. It was a mouse. He only traveled 100 feet. Mm-hmm. And actually, he didn't even travel that. He traveled about five feet. Yeah. But he made a home in my home because we never open up the bottom of the oven. Yeah. And he made a perfect little nest. There was little droppings everywhere. I looked everywhere else in my house, and there was nothing, no droppings anywhere else. Yeah. Just right there. Mm. Pulled the stove away, found the hole, done. Easy. Easy. Trapped him within two days. He was gone. He was dead. So, and never had an issue since. Wow. Never had an issue since. So, now this was in my house. Mm-hmm. So, it's obviously a little different. You know, sure. I, I didn't have to interview anybody. Yeah. <laughs> I knew exactly what was happening and what mm-hmm. was going on. And I was the guy who discovered it. Yeah. You know, but that's what you have to do. You are going in and you're looking at all the possibilities. Mm -hmm. Is the mouse in this unit because this person opened up a door or introduced the rodent or there was a hole that got in? Or is it because the neighbor upstairs, downstairs, whatever, behind you, in front of you, it doesn't matter. Are you doing those steps? And then even in that situation, when you're coming up with the treatment, all I used was glue boards and little Victor snip trip. Uh, snap traps mm-hmm. for mice. That was it. That's all you need. Boom. Caught. Done. Yeah. Eliminated the issue. Right. So, and I never even went over and talked to my neighbors. I should have. Yeah. But I never did. Because okay. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to bring it up. Right. <laughs> I don't even care. Nope. I killed it. I went into my garage. I sealed everything up on that uh, on that wall that's mm-hmm. adjacent. You know, that's just right there on their garage. Never had an issue. Problem solved. Problem solved. Tin cats right on the entrances. Mm-hmm. Boom. I actually caught one after that. Nice. Yeah, yeah, months down the road. I yeah. ended up opening them up, just checking them out. Mm-hmm. Got one. Nice. So that's those are the steps. Those are what you have to go through. Mm-hmm. You're going into the restaurant. You're going into the storage units. You're going into convenience stores. You're going into apartments. Are you going through the interview process? Are you looking at it a different way? Exclusion work is huge. We mm-hmm. never hit on that. Exclusion work is massive today. Yeah. 
you have to put these rodents into a stressful state to make them make a mistake. Sure. Even if there's food competition, I've even told people this. This is the best yeah. part. They're like, oh, that's all you do with the trap and you're going to trap them? And I'm like, well, actually, no, I probably won't. Like, they probably won't go for it. And they're like, what? What do you mean? Yeah, what are you talking about? And I'm like, oh, no, no, no. Like, I'm placing it here, and I'm baiting it. I mean, I hope they do, but there's food everywhere. I'm hoping that we make that you we make them make a mistake. Yeah. I'm going to put it in their path where they constantly run, and they're just going to run across it, and it's going to catch them. Yeah. That's it. I don't really care if they go and eat off of it. Mm-hmm. I just need a catch. That's all I'm looking for. Right. So if I can get that, it's done. Mm-hmm. You know, so when you're doing that, Treatment method, right? Interview is most important. Treatment's going to be the next one. Treatment is going to be bait. It's going to be glue boards. It's yeah. going to be snap trap. It's going to be exclusion work. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fixing the outside of the building. It is going to be fixing holes. It is going to be cutting back trees. Okay. Exclusion work does not mean just fixing a wall. Yeah. That is going to say pulling away. Part of the IPM program per the state of California. IPM is actually cleaning as well mm. in their definition. Okay. It is going to be sanitation. It is going to be taking away their environment. Sure. Are you eliminating their environment? Mm-hmm. Quick convenience store story that we had is we had rodents there. The backside of this store, a house burnt down. All the rodents started coming into the convenience store. We had this massive issue. One of their things that they need to do because they wouldn't pay us. Yeah. You have to clear out all the bushes. We went back there and looked. This was during the inspection. There was literally from one hole to the next hole, the grass was flattened down. You could see their path where they were running on a consistent basis. Wow. Because it was literally the same path. There was a little curve up and around right into the next hole. Yeah. Once they started pulling all you know, they started pulling some stuff out. It starts to freak them out. Mm-hmm. We started catching them. We started seeing mistakes being made, you know, but it's all about that exclusion work. Sure. It's all about doing those treatment, that treatment method. Are you using and doing everything that's available? Mm-hmm. Now they may deny some stuff, but there's still other things that you can now do. Yeah. Are you looking at that? Are you thinking of that outside the box? So we talked about some of the good and the bad real quick before we end. What was, what do you want to leave them that you would say in a commercial setting? If now moving forward from what you know, Aaron, what would you say? Don't do this. Well, I'm kind of do a double negative to make it as you should do this because what stuck out to me is don't be afraid to be the professional and make those recommendations where they need to come out. Right. Perfect. We're talking about that one where we caught a bunch of 10 cats. This was a, like a glass company that would fix like um, trucks or vehicles that had collisions. They would fix the windshields. Mm-hmm. Right. So on the initial inspection and talking to this guy, I'm like, you know, figuring out what, what their food sources, where they're getting in, why they're getting in. They always had an open bay door. Come to find out, you know, his cousin owns like a bakery and uses his warehouse for storage. So he had like a bunch of these bags of like of flour and sugar and just a bunch of this random just free food for them sitting on the top shelf. And, you know, I asked him how long has he kept that there? And he said, well, it's 
been there forever and it's going to stay that way. I had to convince him to not do that. Right. Cause at first <laughs> I was like, yeah, you're going to have to move this out. And he was like, no, I got to keep it here for him. Cause he doesn't have room for it. And I'm like, you have an open bay door next to a field and all this free food. I told him, I was like, it has to go. Mm-hmm. And he was kind of like, well, I'll think about it. Next time we came back to place everything, mm-hmm. they were gone. And what happened? We demolished it, you know? Yeah. yeah so took away their source. And most people would say, well, you know, if they have to stay here, then I guess we'll put more, you know, we'll put more bait stations. We'll do more of this, do more of that. And I'm like, this is going to be a ton of headache if you don't, mm-hmm. you know? So just, just be the professional and educate them because, you know, we're here to eliminate the pests, not make them happy. You know what I mean? In terms mm-hmm. of the client, like that's our job is to get rid of them. So don't hold back on what needs to be done. Yeah. One thing that I would say that's not a don't do, I'll tell them another one, like you said, to sure. do, uh, which goes into not to do, is don't try and do trial and error. Ooh, okay. Yeah, so there's my don't. There you go. <laughs> so what you need to do is go and study, go and learn, go mm-hmm. and take classes because there is so much information out there or go and ask people what they've done in certain situations and don't just ask one, Mm -hmm. ask multiple. You will see that a lot of the ideas are going to be varied widely. Yeah. And may, some may even say, don't do that. That's wrong, but do this. And that other game may say, don't do that, but do this. Mm Mm-hmm. But the idea behind that is you're going to get so many different ideas on how to take care of a situation. Every situation you walk into, you're going to use those. And some may work, some may not. And so get creative with it. Yeah. I, I had to phone a friend to you the other day. Uh-huh. I told the homeowner to their face. I'm like, you know what? I, let me get a second opinion. Mm-hmm. Let me call somebody. Yeah. And I had you on the phone with them because I was like, dude, I've never run into this before. You know, like what have you done in your past? And you actually had a pretty similar experience that helped me kind of navigate that. Yeah, where I could have, you know, thrown out a base station here or put a scent back here or did something weird. But it's Mm -hmm. like I I wanted to be resourceful, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's how you grow. That's how you become the expert. That's how you start seeing the most success in each of the situations. Yeah. It's, you know, following the steps. If you do have a program, follow that program step by step. Mm -hmm. Usually once you have a program in place, we have a very simple program in place. Sure. You follow that you should be able to eliminate rodents fairly quickly, fairly easily. Yeah. You know, but we, you know, even to this day, we still have guys calling and saying, what do I do here? This trap's there. It looks like it moved. What happened? Uh, and it's the lack of experience, right. but at least they're willing to call and willing to say, Hey, look, I don't know. Let me find out. True. You know, so definitely do your research, but I know this, uh, this episode went a little bit longer than we expected, but Keep in mind everything, go back and listen, go and couple this episode with the correct way to eliminate rodents because that is going to go a little bit more in depth on the exclusion side of things Sure, because that episode came out right when we had all of our bait taken away from us, Mm -hmm. essentially. So we had to get very creative, Yeah, but because of that, our success skyrocketed Oh yeah, because of it. So we had to get more creative. We had to get better at trapping for rodents. We had to get better at bait station placement. We had to we had to do better. Right. You know, and with that knowledge, we've now have so much better success and we've been able to showcase it. Mm-hmm. You know, 
And we have those examples. So we've been going into restaurants and showing, hey, call this guy. You can see this situation. You can see that situation. We've dealt with million square feet buildings, you know, in downtown Sacramento and eliminated rodent issues. Yeah. You know, where a lot of people don't have that experience, but these are literally the techniques we've done and used to gain that traction. Mm -hmm. And because of that, we've now seen so much more business because of it. Oh, yeah. And they trust us. They know these guys are going to get it done. It may take, you know, it's the process time, but we know they're going to get it done. Sure. So go back, listen. Also, if you have any questions, concerns, you have specific situations, anything like that, please, please reach out. Instagram is going to be a great one. Send a message. We'll come back. You know, we'll even have you on a podcast if you want to ask a question. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But ask us. Ask us what's going on. Ask us our, our opinion. I'm more than happy to help you out. Uh, and you know why if you listen from the beginning you know exactly why i'm willing to help you out but thanks for listening to the dna pest control podcast